When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. On the Texas A&M Sports Network, from Learfield IMG College, this is the Gary Blair Radio Show, brought to you by Bud Light Seltzer. It's unquestionably good. Texas Ford, official truck and SUV of Texas A&M Athletics. And by Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue. Visit rudys.com to find real Texas barbecue near you. Now, this is the Gary Blair Radio Show. And hi again, everybody. Welcome to the uh, Gary Blair Radio Show with Coach Gary Blair. Uh, I am Steve Miller. And uh, how about this? The Aggies up to number six in the country uh, today. And 18-1, uh, and one, nobody's got more wins than the Aggies. Uh, nobody's got more ranked wins than the Aggies. And what a, uh, a stellar week again. Another 2-0 uh, and o week beating LSU at Reed Arena, 55-41, and then beat Arkansas uh, yesterday at Reed in a thriller, 69-67. Uh, Gary, I know you have already uh, had your Rudy's, so people out at Rudy's have joined us. What do you recommend from the Rudy's menu tonight? Well, folks, go in and tell them the Coach Blair special, the baked potato with chopped up sausage, not jalapeno, and brisket chopped up, put all together, a lot of butter, cheese, and bacon on there, uh, no sour cream, and it's a meal and a half. You can split it between two people if you're really hungry, but I just had mine. I'm fat and full, and I love it every Monday night. I don't recall you splitting that. Uh, I didn't. I ate the whole thing. (laughs) If you're out and want to get involved with the show, the Aggie Women's uh, Basketball uh, Facebook page is your way to uh, send us a question or a comment, and we'll get to as many of those as we can. And uh, we've had a a thrilling pre-show. That's what I can tell you. So we're both excited about uh, this coming week. The Aggies are going to be off midweek as it stands now, and we will play Tennessee hopefully next uh, Sunday. That is the big news today. We will play Tennessee next Sunday, uh, February the 14th at 2 o'clock, and that game's been moved to ESPN, Gary. The big show. Well, we postponed it a couple of times waiting for we could get the big action. <laughs> That's right. To get I mean, <laughs> football's over. We're on ESPN, and we want you to watch if you cannot be here in person, but there are plenty of tickets. Come on out. It's going to be a great show, and uh, ESPN will be here, and I'm sure the ESPN talent that does the national broadcast will probably be here as well. 
Well, I think, uh, well, you know, Courtney and uh, and Carolyn Peck are, are right now slated to do that game. Oh, well, uh, that's even better I know. because they want the game. That's right. <laughs> I think that maybe your announcers the rest of the season when you rank this high. So it's good to have them uh, on board each and uh, every week as it seems. And, uh, Gary, let's get right to the, the heart of the matter. Slow starts. How do you get rid of slow starts? It seems that it's a thrilling moment once we get to about the third quarter, and uh, then it's uh, Katie bar the door. But uh, up until that point, how are you managing that? We're talking about shooting percentage. Actually, in this last game, uh, we were up 17 to 11, and then they hit a uh, three-pointer to cut it 17-14. So I was a little bit pleased. At least we were not behind, but we were taking quality shots. We had a couple of turnovers in there and a couple of shots that were taken with 15 seconds left in the shot clock. We could have gotten better. And that's what we've got to work on is taking them deep into the shot clock to get the A-zone shot. And What's an A-zone shot? It can be a three if it's on ball reversal. It can be a three in transition if we have somebody down the court to rebound the miss if there is a miss. A-zone shot always starts with inside first, get it in. If they cannot, Sierra can kick it out or she can get into the offensive. It doesn't matter where Indy is, she will find the offensive boards. And that's what I'm looking for. It was hard to get transition because sometimes Arkansas had five back after they (laughs) shot. Mm -hmm. And that's why for the game, I think they had two offensive rebounds and we won the boards 46 to 18. But it's what they're allowing is keeping them out of foul trouble majority of the time as well. When you look at that rebounding margin, that was expected. You were going to get more rebounds then, but 46 to 18 was that margin. And you guys had some second chance points that were 14 to three margin. Well, we made it a little bit more interesting than we needed to after we got the 12 point lead in the the third quarter, early into the fourth quarter. We turned it over. Arkansas started doing what Arkansas does, and that's high ball screens or drives, but most of them were high ball screens, hitting the threes. They ended up shooting about what they've shot all year, uh, 10, but they, I think they hit 14 on us at uh, their place. You know, you guys had an 8-0 run late in the uh, third to get the 56-48 lead, and then it was uh, 62-50 before they went on their 12-point run. And, uh, you know, you look at um, the game at 67-67, What's going through your mind yesterday? Well, let me first go to the end of the third quarter when McKenzie got the ball Mm -hmm. on reversal and nailed a tough (laughs) shot. And I was so happy watching on TV afterwards, watching our bench explode and run to her. That's the most excited we have been all year on any play at any time. And McKenzie deserved the moment because she's the one that came in and advanced that lead by running the offense, not turning the ball over, and finding the right person either in transition or early offense or primary offense. So give McKenzie. Then when we went 56, when we had the 12 point lead, you won. Yeah, well, you were at 62.50, and then the game gets tied up at 67. 67- 67. So there, a lot of things happened beginning at 67 67. Uh, because you had, well, to get to that point, Amber Ramirez does what Amber Ramirez does, and you know she's going to do it. She's going to hit threes, and she makes it 62 uh, 62, and then hits another one at 67 67. Ramirez has got the quickest release, <laughs> and it's a two handed shot. It's so strange, isn't it? It is a two handed shot. She's done it all uh-huh. her life. Just oh, yeah. a quick release. And I think she banked, she's a San Antonio girl, she banked one in on the Alamo when it went back in. <laughs> I mean, I just said, when you're a good shooter, you have the role sometimes. And we were doing a good job on Dungey and Slocum, uh, not putting uh, Dungey at the foul line, walling up pretty good. And we were doing a good job on Slocum. But so Ramirez sort of had to take over the game for him and, and she wanted that moment, and I thought she played very well. Now, when they tied it first before 67-64, mm-hmm. and we missed the shot that we wanted, mm-hmm. all right, a little two-through action uh, that we missed the, the six-footer or something. They come down, they tie it, 
And then we go for what we call three. We run three a lot of different ways because we felt like Kalo had the best chance of drawing the foul or getting the shot that we wanted, particularly who was going to guard her. And Slocum was guarding her on the switch, and that's exactly what we <laughs> wanted. So she comes across the double high screen, and she curls right into the basket trying to post up a 5-6 guard. Trouble was she was too close there wasn't enough room for Indy because we go across, we hit the four player, then we're trying for the post-up. She needed her down there a little bit lower. And then we might have had the post-up option. But the patience of this team, Indy was smart enough. I hollered out middle. She threw it back to Jordan. And all that is is a high ball screen. And luckily, Indy stayed high also. We didn't use her screen. We used Sierra's, who's the best screener in our conference, I believe. She gave a perfect screen, and Jordan went to Rucker Park in New York City <laughs> and did her best. One-on-one -on -one moves, wrong foot or right foot, it doesn't matter. She had the little twist on the shot. We hit it, and then there was eight seconds left. And eight seconds left, we had a foul to give, and Mike had no timeouts, and I had two left. So Starkey called blue. Blue means we're going to foul at half court. Once you come across, we want you to have to throw a sideline mm -hmm. play while we set up whatever defense or sub in whatever defense. And Wilson basically made a good hard foul. And he had the time then to run a play. We high ball screen again that Ramirez had just hit against Indy. This time... She went under, came back, but Indy was quicker. She came up and contested it hard, but she couldn't get to it. Mm -mm. I think Ramirez thought she was going to get to it, and she shot a flat air ball, which is not like her. Mm -hmm. She didn't have as much room as she had on the three previous shots that she had. And I couldn't tell from that angle. <laughs> and I knew the Arkansas bench couldn't tell because they were straight line mm -hmm. because of Indy coming back in. So you had to go to replay. And on replay, it said, come in our way. And then that's when we call our timeout to advance the ball to half court. And it was 0 0.9. We knew what to run, get it in. They make a good foul. Then the next foul, 0 0.3. And for people that do not realize on 0 0.3, the only way the other team has that chance, because you cannot shoot the ball. We can't shoot it. They can't shoot it. We could have thrown it right to them, and the game would have been over. Mm -hmm. It has to be a tip play at 0 0.3, or you have to take the charge. I've done that once <laughs> at Arkansas against Ole Miss, and we took the charge on the inbounds play. That's before you could advance it. And our kid went to the free throw line, had to make both of them, and she missed one of them, game, set, match. And that girl's in the Hall of Fame right now. You beat Arkansas uh, both times in the regular season, both on Jordan Nixon, uh, drives to the basket um, in the final seconds. What was the difference between – um, her, the how she scored in the game at Arkansas and, and how she scored off of middle here yesterday. At Arkansas, they took our options away. Jordan was smart enough to keep the ball at the end instead of throwing it, making somebody create with about two seconds to go. This time, we ran the play that we wanted. We just didn't go deep enough on the post up. Slocum was doing a good job of pushing her out because you're not going to call a foul on a little point guard. Uh, <laughs> you're not going to do it. I wouldn't want to call him my little point guard. And we kicked the ball back like seniors do and give it to your point guard to make a play. But always when you have Sierra setting a screen, are you going to switch it? We would have been all right if they switched it. Are you going to trap it? Probably not. But we made the right play, just game situation, give Jordan a lot of credit, but give our team credit for running the play, give Arkansas credit for taking away the first option. And then it's not luck. It's preparation to be in those situations. Is it bad luck for Arkansas? Maybe. 
because they came from uh, 10 or 12 points down. They played well down the stretch. Mm -hmm. But it was good fortune for us that I had kids at the end that knew how to make some plays defensively as well as offensively as well as sideline plays. We executed. And the Aggies remain undefeated at home with an overall record 18-1 and one and 9-1 and one in the SEC sitting in second place behind South Carolina, who tonight out in non-conference action against UConn. We'll get a score update on that. And uh, we'll also talk more about uh, yesterday's game and, and how this team is doing with Kayla Wells will join us today. And so we're excited about Kayla. But coming up next, we'll visit with Deputy Athletic Director Kristen Brown. We're live from 12th Man Studios. It's a Gary Blair radio show from Learfield IMG College. Papa, why can't we telegraph while riding a horse? Son, there ain't no one to blame but Jeffro. He was riding old Betsy the Stallion, tip-tapping away at his telegraph, when blam, ran right into the side of the saloon. Well, if Jeffro can't do it, neither should you. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. America, your children have an amazing superpower. They can help save lives by not having playdates. That's right. By replacing get-togethers with virtual playdates and video chats, they can help slow the evil spread of germs. And if your superheroes do go outside, make sure they continue their superhero wing by staying six feet away from others to protect everyone in America land. Find out more at coronavirus.gov. A message from the CDC and the Ad Council. Hey, Dad, how do airplanes fly? What's in this box? Is this tree good for climbing? How are babies made? What does this thing do? Kids are curious about everything, including guns. Talking to them about gun safety in your home is a good first step, but you can do more. Always keep your guns locked, unloaded, and stored separately from ammunition. Safe gun storage saves lives. Learn how to make your home safer at nfamilyfire.org. That's nfamilyfire.org. Brought to you by N Family Fire, Brady and the Ad Council. Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting, a Teenager, Learning the Lingo. Jelly, jelly adjective. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org, brought to you by the US Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. First, I hold my hands out like they're on a steering wheel. Then I look over my shoulder. One, okay, cool guy. Two, three times. Next, oh, I put it in reverse. Meep, meep, meep. Then I take it up and down, up, up, and down. And that, kiddos, is called the forklift. Dance like a dad. It's a great way to make a moment with your kids. Now that's dancing. Sure beats flossing. Visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. My Shiro doesn't always wear a cape, but she always has time for a hug, a smile, for going the extra mile. My Shiro stretches every dollar, puts in long hours, puts others first. But now it's your time, Mom. When you're ready to retire, we want you to be able to enjoy it. Get free tips to help boost your retirement savings now at aceretirement.org slash Shiro. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Basketball and barbecue lovers know the perfect brisket needs the right wood. Rudy smokes all their meats using their delicious signature rubs in 100% oak-fired pits. Get your real Texas barbecue fix today at Rudy's or on the web at rudys.com. Looking ahead and uh, to about a week or so from now, uh, join Aggie Women's Basketball as they host their annual Beat the Hell Out of Breast Cancer game. It's presented by St. Joseph Health, February the 18th, 7 o'clock against Missouri. Team asking for the support of the 12th man and bringing awareness to a disease that affects so many and raising funds to benefit the KL Cancer Fund and the Pink Alliance. You can visit 12thman.com slash B-T-H-O-B-C. That's 12thman.com slash B-T-H-O-B-C. And buy your official event shirt and game tickets, 12thman.com for more details. 
We're back on the Gary Blair Radio Show with Coach Gary Blair. I'm Steve Miller. The Aggies up to number six this week in the AP poll after uh, beating LSU and Arkansas last week. And uh, we are having our next game will be against Tennessee. That is next Sunday, 2 o'clock, Reed Arena. That's the same game as we scheduled from the 31st, from the 7th of February. Use those same Tennessee tickets, or if you've got digital tickets, we're going to refresh your code right to your phone, right to your device, and everything will be good, and we'll see you out there 2 o'clock next Sunday, February the 14th. Hey, Valentine's Day with Gary Blair. Does it get any better than that? Uh, bring your chocolate, bring your flowers, and, uh, hey, it's going to be a good time. Sunday afternoon, 2 o'clock on ESPN and also on our radio broadcast for Tom Tuberville. You can't ask for more and another good team coming in in Tennessee. Another ranked team, Tennessee, this weekend in at number 16, I believe, is their latest ranking. And uh, we'll talk about their net rating a little bit later in the show. But, uh, Gary, we're joined by Deputy Athletic Director Kristen Brown, who is getting near, nearly celebrating her one-year anniversary of joining the team at A&M. Uh, I guess it would be unfair to call you our pandemic um, <laughs> AD because that seems to be what has uh, totally encompassed your being since the moment we left the SEC tournament prior to your arrival. <laughs> yeah, it's been uh, quite the, the journey. Um, I can't believe we're coming up on a year next month, but first official day was March 26th, but I was down at the SEC tournament last year um, and got to spend some time with the team before officially starting my job, but it's been, uh, it's been quite the 12 months so far. <laughs> Let me ask you, as a former basketball player at Northern Illinois, that's uh, right to the west of Chicago, mm -hmm. is that right? Yep. And I played there and I've lost there back in the day. When <laughs> to I Jane Albright? Yes, I did. <laughs> uh, but please tell me a little bit, how do you decide, because you were a pretty good ball player, how do you decide to go into administration or teaching or nursing what was your calling, and where did you see your development? And go us through the little timeline and the places you've been to. Sure. Well, it's funny because I wanted to be a coach, and if you would have asked 16-year-old me, um, I wanted to sit in your seat at the end of the day. Um, so my no, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> but I did. Um, but unfortunately or fortunately, however you look at it, I had a very injury-plagued career. Um, after my third knee surgery, after my junior year, decided to call it a career and retire. Um, at that point in time at NIU, we had what was called a, a NI, or excuse me, a Husky intern. And so, in order to keep your scholarship, you had to intern in the athletic department. And so, that's really when I got the behind-the-scenes look at administration and kind of all the pieces and, and individuals that play a role in the team behind the team. And so, that kind of piqued my interest a little bit, but was still, you know, looking at coaching opportunities. Um, fast forward to that uh, fall after I graduated. There was an opportunity that opened up at the Big Ten Conference. It was a championships intern. Um, and what got me about the job description was you had an opportunity to work the Big Ten men's and women's basketball tournament. I thought, oh, that's how I'm going to get my, my foot in the door with coaching. I'm going to meet some coaches that way and then start my career that way. Um, long story short, got the internship and was in my role for maybe a month and thought this is exactly what I want to do. I want to be on the administrative side. Um, I have an opportunity to still impact young people in and impact the, the sports and the game and the, the broader picture of, of collegiate athletics um, and get to do it from an admin seat and not necessarily a coach's seat. So um, spent almost six years at the Big Ten office working in a variety of different roles. Uh, spent a year outside of athletics, then got back in at the Big East office. Um, was working primarily with Olympic sports. Um, when the Big East split in half, stayed with the football side that eventually became the American Athletic Conference and shifted into a men's basketball-specific role. Um, but always knew I wanted to be on campus at some point in time. And right about that time is when the University of Maryland was transitioning into the Big Ten Conference. And so had an opportunity to take a role there at Maryland, um, primarily sport administration, seeing, uh, overseeing as many as eight sports at um, one point when I was there, which was wild. <laughs> um, in addition to championships, community engagement, a little diversity and inclusion, um, and really honestly was super happy there. Um, and then Ross Bjork called. And that's one of those calls that you have to take when it comes your way um, and an opportunity to be at A&M, work for an athletic department um, like A&M, work for an athletic director like Ross Bjork. Um, and it was an opportunity that I couldn't turn up or turn down. And here we are. Wow. Now, that's, folks, how you move up the ladder. <laughs> okay, now that is a great storyline. Now, let's go present day. I know you were probably on the call this morning. I heard from Eric on the call. Let's talk about 
the SEC tournament and the possible NCAA tournament. Everything looks great for both venues right now. How can we talk to our fans out there? What is in there for them if they want to go? What type of protocol would you need to just be a fan or a parent to be able to attend either event? Yeah, and so I would say it's probably going to be pretty similar to um, the experience here, the game day experience at A&M. There's going to be social distancing. You're going to have to wear your mask. All of those things are still going to be um, in effect. I know there's still some details that they're trying to finalize, um, specifically at an NCA level, but I'm sure at the SEC level as well. But the, the experience is going to be very similar with the same restrictions and protocols. Okay, so let's just say I think we're in the NCAA tournament. I, I, think, I, think, our, th I think that's a safe bet. I think <laughs> our body Don't bet on it, but yeah. So probably we probably could not have the NCAA selection show like we always have in our gymnasium. What is the chance, I never even thought about that, do it in Reed Arena, social distancing, but people might be able to see the selection show on the big board it just came to me right now. You're a we, genius. <laughs> no, but I, there's I'm no thinking, off switch, is there? No, never. <laughs> no, it's always ask, ask for more. <laughs> Settle in the middle. I have learned that in my 11 months, asking for more. Ask for more. Settle in the middle. Life is a compromise. Okay. Uh, let me. What do you? You were on a championship team, or you were at Maryland who won a national championship in 2006, I believe. And now you're at Texas A&M. We've won one as well in 11. And what do you see about this basketball team that excites you as a former player and as an administrator? I know we're only as good as our next game that we play, but what excites you about this basketball team? I mean, what is there, there not to love? Um, you've got 15 young women who absolutely love the game and are working their tails off every day. And I know we're throwing a lot at them with protocols and policies and whatnot, but um, the commitment that they've had um, from the, the minute that I think I walked in here, I've seen that love and that passion and that commitment every day. So I think it starts with that. Um, I'm a defensive-minded player, so I love a team that loves to lock in um, defensively and, you know, hold you know, 22 point per game uh, scores to I think 12 points yesterday. Um, and some previous players on some other teams, they've, they've locked in and held some people well below their season averages. So seeing a team that loves to, to lock in defensively. Um, and then just the balance, the balance that we have that on any given night you have four, five, six players that can put up double figures. That's hard to guard. That's really, really hard to guard and game plan for. So um, those are the things that I love to see. And I know we're continuing to grow and get better um, each and every game. And I, th I don't think we've played our best game yet. Do you feel if I was you coming into this situation in this community hadn't had the opportunity to really meet you yet, do you feel sort of like a cardboard cutout? <laughs> and, because they haven't had a chance to meet I'm you yet. I'm a figment of their imagination. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is good. This is going out to millions right now, and you can tune this in. But I want people to meet you, Okay. First, we got to get rid of COVID or put it in a position. I really think, personally, midsummer will be raring to go. I really believe that because I think the country is ready to go. And the more and more vaccines, and I've had my shots and everything, I think midsummer, middle July, we're going to be in great shape. As an administrator, how do you handle the safety protocol? the common sense of what's going on, and how do you move forward without taking risk? Sure. I think it goes back to, and this is the approach that um, our administration has had from the beginning, is we're going to um, gather as much information as we can. We're not going to rush to make decisions. Um, there's obviously going to come a time where decisions have to be made, but um, I think you, you do yourself a disservice by jumping to conclusions and jumping to make decisions before you've gathered all the data that you can. And so um, I appreciate that about Ross and his approach that we're going to collect and gather information and, and listen and listen to experts and all of those individuals, and then you, you make the best decision that you can um, when you have to, to make that call. 
I think personally, if they would have had the Sankey approach and the five power conferences, everybody would be in better shape instead of trying to be first. You're going to get me in trouble responding uh, to that one, so I'm not going to say a word. Here's well, you, you, have, Greg you have seen different conferences approach this in different ways, and uh, the SEC seems to uh, be thriving and being a leader in so many different areas that you might see other leagues start modifying based on what the SEC has been doing. Yeah, well, I mean, we've definitely um, put out a really good blueprint. Um, if you look at it overall, I think A&M has canceled or postponed less than 10% of our games, and certainly there's some that are still out there to be rescheduled. So I think we've done a pretty good job at A&M, but also collectively within the SEC. And here, I mean, I would say at A&M, and, and maybe across the SEC, there is the attitude of we want to play that that is the reason our student athletes are here. And um, I think our administration has done that here and from a whole university approach of trying to support the mission of athletics. Yeah, I think it would have been really easy to say, you know what, throw up our hands, mm -hmm. we can't do it. Um, but when I look at those student athletes, all 600 of them, um, we take the approach of, hey, we've got the, the obligation to do everything that we can to create safe environment, put protocols in place that allow them to play. And at the end of the day, if we can't play, then okay. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we... we it's our jobs to, to put that opportunity in front of them and for them to take advantage of it. Last question I've got for you. Both you and I were at the trap meet on Saturday afternoon. I usually have been to two of them, but we've been out of town during some of the meets or something, and I love Pat Henry's. And you've, you've had Olympic sports before. When you see a young lady that ran that 400 meters. A mile. Okay. Tell us what goes through your mind as an ex-athlete seeing that's Carl Lewis or that's Joyner or that's uh, Flo. That's what, but what do you see as an administrator and you say that's one of ours? I mean, she's special. And speaking of Carl Lewis, he was there. He's an assistant coach at uh, wow. Houston. Yeah, fun fact. Um, but watching her compete, it's it's unbelievable to watch. And she she's a gifted young woman and there's no doubt that she's going to be winning medals and breaking records for a long time to come um just i i am in awe when i watch her compete because she's just she's got an unbelievable gift and i'm so glad she's at a m running for us and not anybody else <laughs> Kristen, thank you so much for your time and this has been a uh, it's been enlightening and uh, i know you'll be ready for your next grilling on a future <laughs> show from uh from coach blair uh it is a uh, it's an honor to have you here uh, thank you for what you've been doing for all of our student athletes. And, and again, I think we've done a great job of getting them here to play. And uh, I think they have, uh, at least this women's basketball team has answered on the floor, 18 and one. Uh, what a great effort. All right. Well, one of those players is going to be joining us in just a few minutes. Kayla Wells is up next and in person. This is the Gary Blair Radio Show from Learfield IMG College. There's no better definition of a personal priority than your health. Other things can be put on the back burner, but not your health, because the last thing you want is a wake-up call from your body. St. Joseph and Texas A&M Health Network locations are here for you, safe and ready to help. So the first step is to make calling St. Joseph Health a priority. Now's the time to schedule an appointment. Find a doctor at st-joseph.tamuhealth.org. St. Joseph Health, here always. Howdy, Ags. This is Rick Hill, the voice of Olson Field at Bluebell Park and Pebble Creek Country Club member, inviting you to my home away from home. Pebble Creek amenities include a finger die span inspired 18 hole golf course, both challenging to the professional and manageable for the beginner. Our resort style pool, dining areas, and renowned Creekside Cantina with play area are ideal for any family occasion. Pebble Creek Country Club, the only private club in College Station, features complimentary event space available to members. Please visit us, pebblecreek.cc, or call us at 979 690 0996. Want free tickets to Texas A&M athletic events? Become a Texas Farm Bureau member today. Texas Farm Bureau members get two free tickets to select Texas A&M athletic events when you show proof of membership at the ticket office. Texas Farm Bureau members receive many great offers and benefits throughout the Lone Star State. Visit texasfarmbureau.org sports to learn more about how you can get free tickets just by becoming a Texas Farm Bureau member. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud partner of Texas A&M athletics. Howdy, Aggie fans. Andrew Monaco here for UPS. Your customers want more from your business. You've got to make more happen, whether they're in College Station or on the other side of the world. 
globally or locally. UPS is building solutions to help businesses give their customers exactly what they want. More made easy. UPS, official logistics company of Texas A&M Athletics. I hate my job, but I don't mind getting up in the morning. I dread each day, but I can't wait to get out of bed. You ask me why, and what I'll say to you is true. Well, you can get breakfast tacos at Rudy's Barbecue. Scrambled eggs and brisket, they ain't fooling around. Salsa drap, son, they're the best in town. Barbecue for breakfast, yes, it's true. Put a smile on your morning at Rudy's Barbecue. Out here, we'd charge into the heartland with Mountain Dew. Out here, there's no rush hour, just the rush of flying wide open on glassy water at 5 a.m. with your first dew in hand. And there's no spin class, just bright green spinnerbait that ironically matches your second dew. Out here, we don't just play big buck hunt, we hunt actual big bucks. And out here, the best road is off-road, and the color of your truck is mud. Out here, it's dew. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance wants to give you a VIP Aggie basketball fan experience this year. Go to 12thman.com slash maroon contest and register. One winner and a guest will receive game tickets, hotel accommodations, autograph memorabilia, and more. Register today at 12thman.com slash maroon contest. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud partner of Texas A&M Athletics. We're back on the Gary Blair Radio Show. We're at Kyle Field, 12th Man Studios. If you want to get involved with the show, uh, get on to us at uh, Aggie Women's Basketball the Facebook page and uh, get your questions in and we will get to them uh, as soon as possible and shout out to everybody out at Rudy's tonight coach has already had his Rudy's had enough for two didn't share um, as noted at the beginning of the program uh, but we are joined uh, uh, a rare player appearance this year because of the NCAA <laughs> rules, uh, but uh, not from a lack of uh, wanting to have them here. But uh, Kayla Wells has joined us. And yesterday, uh, Kayla uh, scored 21 points, had five rebounds, four assists, was seven of 13 from the field, six of eight from the free throw line in the big win against Arkansas. Congratulations, you guys, 18 and one undefeated at home. I mean, what else could you do better? Um, we could probably start games a little bit better, <laughs> um, but, um, I just feel like this team has been taking it a game at a time. Um, we don't overlook any opponent every time we go into practicing and going into preparing for each team. It's the same exact thing. It doesn't matter if it's South Carolina or if it's Missouri or if it's Arkansas, it doesn't matter. Um, we go into each, each day preparing for teams like we're going to play in a championship game. What's uh, the hardest matchup for you going against a team like Tennessee that all three of their guards are your size that penetrate and attack and rebound or going against an Arkansas team that can shoot the three with – they don't need space. They can shoot it wherever it is or they can – Dungey can drive, which we did a great job of not fouling her. Mm -hmm and switching off, staying in front of her. What is hardest for our guards to get ready for? Or is it the same type of defense or what are we – but we're not telling you out there in Knoxville <laughs> what we're going to do. We are not saying a word. You better worry about Mississippi State first. You got them on Thursday. Um, I feel like the hardest part about it is um, Arkansas, their guards didn't really crash the boards a lot. And um, it's going to be a different story for Tennessee. We know that they crash the boards, they rebound, they have guards that are taller than our guards. So um, switching our mindset to going to block out and going to go get those boards because we know that it's going to be a physical game and we know that we're going to have to have physical blackouts and we're going to have to pursue every route. Every rebound. Coach mentioned earlier uh, the, the team's reaction when McKenzie hit that big shot. Why did she get such a big reaction? Um... She just she's putting so much work and just seeing her her time come and her opportunity come. It's amazing. You know, everybody on this team has stepped up. Um, every bench player has made a play that we needed. And for her to be the one to make that play, it was just amazing. It was so exciting to see her um, just do great in that moment. And by the way, I said Mississippi State. It's Kentucky who they play. <laughs> I better get that right. Uh, 
this team shares so much. They share the spotlight. They share the press conferences. They share the basketball. And it's an unusual team. Yes, we had an All-American, but we still had the same players the last few years that was also sharing in somebody else's accolades. Now, we don't know if it's going to be year 21, or if it's going to be Indy's double-double 2020, or if it's going to be Sierra getting somebody into foul trouble, or Jordan hitting game-winning shots, or you going <laughs> five straight games, double figures. How are y'all enjoying this, and how did we get to this point of the season? Um, I think that's the beauty of this team. It doesn't matter um, who it is any night. We know that any one of us can get high. Any one of us can knock down shots when we need it. And it's just an amazing thing when you can have a team like that, and especially our bench. Like, there's no drop-off. You put um, Zay in the game. You put Lex in the game. You put McKenzie, Destiny, and the game flows. It's a it's a beautiful flow, and we didn't have that before. We didn't have um, people coming off the bench and able to give some of the starters some rest. It was like we were playing 39 minutes, and <laughs> we were trying to, you know, go out there and play as hard as we could, but um, sometimes you have to take plays off whenever you play that many minutes. But – this season, we just can go all out, and we know that, look, hey, Coach Bay, I need to, you know, and there won't be a drop-off. There won't be any problems on the court. We're visiting with Kayla Wells, the Aggies 18-1, and playing at Tennessee this Sunday at 2 o'clock on ESPN. Hope you're out at Reed Arena for that one. Uh, what has been your favorite moment this season? Favorite moment, favorite moment. I feel like we have a lot of those, but um, – I really feel like that Kentucky win was super special. Um, Jordan had a great game. Aaliyah had a great – we all had a great game. It was just fun, you know. We were all on the court just having fun, and I think that's the most important thing to us right now because of everything that's going on outside of basketball, being able to step on that court and forget about everything else that's going on. It's amazing, and – we are just enjoying each other right now. And Kentucky, I felt like – I don't feel like it was the start of it all, but it was just like, wow, this team is special. We can do something really big this year. How's it been for you being from South Grand Prairie, close to the Dallas area? You've played summer ball in Texas. You've played collegiate ball in Texas. And there will be pros in your later future, but right now you're doing everything. How does it feel to be able to have your parents see you play in person or at least on television every game? It's amazing. Um, this was That was one of the reasons that I came to Texas A&M was because I wanted my parents to be able to just make a three-hour drive up here and come see me um, every Sunday, every Thursday, whenever we played at home. It's amazing seeing them after the game and blowing them kisses <laughs> and waving at them. Their support means the world to me, and I'm just glad that I get to um, share this experience with them. Hey, congratulations on, on the season so far. Just getting started, it seems. There's still a, a ton of games to play and a, and a lot of things out there to play for. Mm -hmm. So, But thank you for sharing part of your Monday night with us, Kayla. No problem. That is Kayla Wells. And uh, getting set for Tennessee Sunday, 2 o'clock, Reed Arena on ESPN. We'll see you there. For now, we're live at 12th Man Studios. It's a Gary Blair radio show from Learfield IMG College. It's time for today's STEM tip. Okay, you know recycling is important. No one wants plastic in the ocean. Here's a cool way to repurpose a plastic bottle. Build an awesome terrarium. Cut a large plastic bottle in half and fill the base with sand, pebbles, potting soil, and your favorite plant. I chose an African violet. Put the top of the bottle over your base and place it in the sun. Your plant will grow sealed in its own ecosystem. Fun, right? Learn more at She Can STEM. A message from the Ad Council. Neil Armstrong waited six hours and 39 minutes to step onto the surface of the moon. Jackie Robinson waited 20 months to play his first game with the Brooklyn Dodgers. And even DiCaprio had to wait 22 years to win an Oscar. You can wait until your destination. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council never completely ready to adopt a teen 
for late nights writing English papers. For your teen's music taste. For dinners, where they talk more on their phone than with you. For the first time, they call you mom. You're never completely ready to adopt a teen, and you can't imagine the reward. To learn more about adopting a teen, visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. Hey, so what's a great way to spread awareness that driving high is illegal everywhere? A catchy song, of course. You can run, or you can't drive high. You can run, or you can't drive high. Friendly reminder, don't drive high. If you feel different, you drive different. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. To buy your home, you became a house-hunting ace. Learned about loans, scoured neighborhoods, and asked the right questions. Now you're queen of your castle. If you manage that, you can get your retirement plan on track. Visiting aceyourretirement.org can help. With 401k tips and smart saving strategies, you'll feel empowered to own your retirement like you own your home. Go to aceyourretirement.org. Because when it comes to clearing financial hurdles, you're an ace. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. These are the sounds of a dinner. A dinner that almost didn't happen. A dinner now served thanks to people like you. Due to COVID-19, 17 million more Americans may face hunger. Feeding America is helping our neighbors in need. And if you're able, you can too. Donations are being accepted at feedingamerica.org coronavirus. Brought to you by the Ad Council and Feeding America. 200 Food Bank Strong. Not everyone is a morning person yet, but with Costa Vida's new breakfast tacos, everyone will be. Try our bacon, egg, and cheese, or specialties like the uh, machaca beef and egg or sweet pork, egg, and cheese. Stop by our drive-thru any day from 7 to 10.30 a.m. or order online through the Costa Vida app or the website. Become a morning person at Costa Vida. We are back on the Gary Blair Show with Steve Miller. Well, I'm Steve Miller, and you're Gary Blair. And um, we have a couple of questions, Gary. One of the questions is, with some teams not playing a full SEC slate, how is a regular season champion going to be determined? That's Larry asking that question. Head-to-head competition, if it's two teams that are tied. If not, they will go by winning percentage. Everybody, some teams have already played Vanderbilt. We did not play Vanderbilt. Like Florida was supposed to play Vanderbilt twice. Tennessee was supposed to play twice. So there will be some teams that will play 13 games. There will be 14, 15, and very few will have 16 games. South Carolina should be one of the teams that have 16. So uh, that's just winning percentage, and the rest of it's got fine print, which I don't (laughs) understand. So all I know is W's add up. You need W's and W's. And W's. This other question is from uh, Chase. He says, Coach, great win yesterday. Would you consider uh, Indy Jones's impact on the game similar to that of Daniel Adams? Completely different way. Mm-hmm. Danielle could hit the trailing three. Danielle could post you up. Danielle had great feet and hands, would rarely ever travel with the ball. Indy has that energy that every player in every sport would like to have. She's nonstop. She goes, she does this, she does the little things that basketball people understand. So sometimes it's not the stat sheet. She was so valuable yesterday with 13 boards, taking up space and allowing our guards to drive in and get the baskets that we had. So Indy is a complete player for us. And she just got nominated in Michelle Vopel's Top 12 defensive players of the year. Indy Jones was in there. And she's a graduate of Texas A&M University. Graduate, working on her master's. Uh, Her future's off the chart, whichever (laughs) way she wants to go. But why not do it all? She just might be the one that does. Uh, Do it all. Pro ball, music career, uh, law school, everything. She can do it all. 
my future was not that good getting out of college. <laughs> That's worked out. It's worked out all right. <laughs> You're fine. All right, we need to take a timeout, Gary, and uh, then we will be right back with our remaining moments. We're live from 12th Man Studios. It's the Gary Blair Radio Show from Learfield IMG College. Okay, kids, dad's going to teach you how to dance. First, spread your feet apart. Then, a pump your knee, a nod your head, shake your hips, and bite your lip ever so slightly. Now, with one hand in the air, point at people with the other hand. I call that the rock star. Dance like a dad. It's a great way to make a moment with your kids. Now, make a face like it just smells something bad. Visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Hey everybody, it's time for today's STEM tip. Want to know how to make your selfies even better? Okay, let's use science. The best time for photos is golden hour. That's the moment right before the sun sets, when the atmosphere scatters blue and violet wavelengths, making perfect, soft, and golden selfie light to show off that beautiful face of yours. Click. Check out Chic and STEM for more inspiration. A message from the Ad Council. Jill, why don't you tell the class what you did this weekend? Well, my dad and I went in search of some magical minnows and found a zillion of them in the stream from our lookout rock. Then my sister and I escaped from an evil slug king and went back to my super twig fort for safety. Then we told stories till it got dark and the Big Dipper led us all the way home. Whoa. Where were you, Jill? We went to the forest. It's not that far away. Ask your parents to take you and your friends to the forest this week. It's closer than you think. Check out discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Papa, why can't we telegraph while riding a horse? Son, there ain't no one to blame but Jeffro. He was riding old Betsy the Stallion, tip-tapping away at his telegraph, when blam, ran right into the side of the saloon. Well, if Jeffro can't do it, neither should you. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Download the new 12th Man mobile app presented by St. Joseph Health. Get the latest news, videos, live game audio, and in-venue promotions for Texas A&M Athletics. Plus, buy, transfer, and manage your tickets inside the app. Visit 12thman.com slash app today. Go mobile and gig them. Need swag for your little ag? Well, check out our new A&M Athletics mail delivery kid swag boxes presented by St. Joseph Health. Junior Aggie and Baby Aggie box options with sibling discounts are available for kids 12 and younger. Buy your kids swag box at junioraggieclub.com. The Aggies getting set to take on Tennessee. That's Sunday at 2 p.m. at Reed Arena. That's the game that was rescheduled from December 31st and February 7th. Get tickets now, and uh, we will see you out there at 2 o'clock on Sunday. We'll be back with our remaining moments in just a moment. It's the Gary Blair Radio Show from Learfield IMG College. Get your ice cold Bud Light, Bud Light Seltzer hip. Even though you can't go to the game, doesn't mean the game can't be brought to you now, hip. Just go to BudLight.com slash delivery. That's BudLight.com slash delivery. Give me two bagels. Coming at you. It's a little short. Ow. Sorry. You know what? I'm just going to walk them over to you. Whenever there's a game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser Busch, Bud Light Beer, and Bud Light Seltzer. IRC Beer, Beer in Texas, St. Louis, Missouri. Y'all listen up. Let me tell you something about group meals from Rudy's Barbecue. It's got all you need for all the folks you gotta feed, smoked meat, sides, and more. There's everything down to the tablecloth. It's like the one that you see at the store. At a bridal shower, it's better than flowers. And a long business meeting, it'll pass the hours. It'll feed all the cousins at a family function. It's better than potluck at a church luncheon. Next time you need to feed ten or more, call an order of Rudy's Group Meal. Next in line. Howdy, Aggie fans. Andrew Monaco here for UPS. Your customers want more from your business. You've got to make more happen, whether they're in College Station or on the other side of the world, globally or locally. UPS is building solutions to help businesses give their customers exactly what they want. More made easy. UPS, official logistics company of Texas A&M Athletics. 
Howdy, Ags. This is Rick Hill, the voice of Olson Field at Bluebell Park and Pebble Creek Country Club member, inviting you to my home away from home. Pebble Creek amenities include a finger die span inspired 18 hole golf course, both challenging to the professional and manageable for the beginner. Our resort style pool, dining areas, and renowned Creekside Cantina with play area are ideal for any family occasion. Pebble Creek Country Club, the only private club in College Station, features complimentary event space available to members. Please visit us, pebblecreek.cc, or call us at 979 0996. This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield IMG College under broadcasting rights granted by Texas A&M University. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the express written consent of Texas A&M University and Learfield IMG College. Announcers are provided by Learfield IMG College and Texas A&M University. We're back with our remaining moments with Coach Gary Blair. I'm Steve Miller, and the Aggies will take on Tennessee at 2 o'clock at Reed Arena and get tickets now. Uh, 2 o'clock Sunday is the next scheduled game for the Aggies. Gary, you have any trivia questions up your sleeve? I've got one after watching the Super Bowl okay. last night and doing a little bit of research. Do you know the only person that played in the Super Bowl that his uncle is on our Board of Regents? <laughs> no. Pretty Who is big. It? <laughs> How about Mahomes? Really? Bill Mahomes mm -hmm. is the uncle. He's on our Board of Regents. That's really? Patrick Mahomes' uncle. Huh. So you being an administrator, you better know this and bring this up at your next you're, administration. You're higher on the totem pole than I am. Uh, Bill Mahomes, a very astute Board of Regents here at Texas A&M. Interesting. That's a, good, that's a great trivia. That, that's great trivia. Wow. All right. What you got for me? Uh, well, um, <laughs> Tennessee is getting back at it this week. They're going to take on uh, Kentucky on Thursday night. Uh, they uh, have beaten Arkansas, LSU, Kentucky and lost to Georgia and UConn. Hadn't played since they beat Florida on January 31st because of their uh, COVID issues. And you guys got them this Sunday. It's not because they're our next team. The two most talented teams in the league as far as pro prospects might be Tennessee and South Carolina. Mm -hmm. I didn't say the two best teams because you still got to prove it out there on the court. But all three of their perimeter players are all WNBA first-round picks maybe when they get out or at least second or thirds. And they're six six center that can shot block and rebound. And she's gone on a tear since conference. That's how talented they are. And the other thing is it's just like back in the Pat Summit days. It's all about rebounding your misses. And they will send sometimes four Sometimes all five, they'll worry about transition later. And that's how we've been able to win the last couple of times against Tennessee is get into transition. But we got to get the rebound. You have to rebound with five on the defensive end against Tennessee. Tennessee comes in ranked 16, 12, and three overall, though a six and one in the SEC in third place right now. And uh, they have won three straight and four of their last five. Kelly Harper, a former Tennessee player in her second season there. Doing an excellent job, point guard, won three national championships. I'm very familiar with Kelly and her husband, John. He plays in our Special Olympic golf tournament, hits it about 300 yards. Oh. Sometimes not straight, but he hits it 300 yards. Great guy. I guess it's getting closer to getting that uh, mm -hmm. the Special Olympics tournament for Coach Blair Charities on the books. Uh, first Thursday night in May and the first Friday we play golf, 36 holes. You better get in, corporate sponsors, because this thing sells out every year. But get in now. Look at our webpage. Join. Yeah, this will be after playing uh, the last one in a, in a different time frame. These will be uh, relatively uh, close together. So that's a big fundraiser. And then uh, coming up in, in two weeks again, the, uh, the Beat the Hell Out of Breast Cancer uh, Awareness Game. Uh, that uh, KL Foundation and Pink Alliance, another fundraiser. You guys are always giving back to the community. Give back to the community. Let's keep trying to figure out how we can solve this problem out there. And I uh, hate to mention the negative, but we've lost a few good Aggies in the Charlie Kruger, mm -hmm. the great San ah. Francisco. We lost Lou Hill, who was here on the oh, basketball. Yeah. Uh, we've lost some of our season ticket holders and Folks, be careful out there. Get your shots, stay safe, and listen to your doctors out there.
Yeah, don't uh, don't skip out on going to the doctor. No, 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 no. You go to the doctor. Take care of yourself. Life is short sometimes. Let's live it to the fullest, but be safe. Coach, in your, in your final moment, we didn't get a chance to talk about um, Sierra Johnson's impact and Aaliyah Wilson. About a minute to, to go here. Um, both of those were very impactful in the game yesterday. Sierra Johnson takes up space. Mm-hmm. Okay, when she's down there, people converging on her. She doesn't have to score 20 to open up the floor for everybody else. She works hard. She can play large minutes. She's a defensive presence, and everything is usually a double-double. But I told her the best game for her is 10 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists, and great defense. That's me, a triple-double. Wilson, (laughs) 10 rebounds. 11 or 12, 13 points, good defense, two great block shots. She just does it all. She loves playing against Arkansas. She loves playing against Arkansas. She's from Muskogee. (laughs) Just across the border there. Yes. That is great. All right. Well, we are going to get set and uh, take a kind of midweek off here. The players get a couple of days off, come back to play, uh, practice on Wednesday, and then uh, it is Tennessee coming in, Reed Arena. Uh, Use those tickets that say Tennessee on it. If you have digital tickets, we'll send you a fresh code to your phone. But make plans. Spend your Valentine's Day with us. That's Sunday at 2 o'clock. Coach, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Guys, candy, flowers, do your thing on Valentine's. <laughs> For Shelly back in, in Jefferson City, Matt Simon and everybody here, Coach Gary Blair, I'm Steve Miller. This has been the Gary Blair Radio Show from Learfield IMG College. On the Texas A&M Sports Network, from Learfield IMG College, this has been the Gary Blair Radio Show. Brought to you by Bud Light Seltzer. It's unquestionably good. By your Texas Ford dealers. Ford is the official truck and SUV of Texas A&M Athletics. And by Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue. Visit rudys.com to find real Texas barbecue near you. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Texas A&M Sports Network. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California, subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.